Shalom to all. Today's office is Ayin. We are starting with a brand new parak. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Basar, Yaakov Maisha, Herna Shama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar, Meir Zev, Herna Shama Shadavan Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hamadar Sishtam El Henos Loi, a man who is Madar his wife, she's not allowed to have any Hanah from him. We are not talking about that she's not allowed to have Hanah's Tashmish. We already spoke about that in previous prakim. Right now we're talking about food, as we're going to see in the Gemara. So now Mishnah clarifies, if the nether was up until 30 days, Yamid Parnas, he has to appoint an agent or an intermediary to make sure that she gets her food. If it's more than that, you have to think Suba, he has to divorce her and give her a Ksuba. Rabbi Huda, he tells us, be Israel if he's a Yisrael. So if he divorces her, he can remarry her. So if he made the nether for a month, so he's allowed to stay married to her. But Ushnaim, if it goes into the second month, Yitzi, he would have to divorce her, he thinks Suba and give her a Ksuba. But if we're talking about a Kayim, that if he divorces his wife, he's not allowed to remarry her. So Shnaim Yakayim, if the nether is two months, he could still stay married to her. Ushlaisha, but if it goes into the third month, then Yitzi, he thinks Suba, he would have to divorce her and give her a Ksuba. Now let's say, Hamadar says, he's Madar, his wife, that she's not allowed to have one of his specific type of fruit. She's not allowed to have apples, let's say. Over here, it's talking about where she made the nether and he was making the nether for her. He's not able to say, you're not allowed to eat apples. It has to be where she said, I'm not going to eat apples. And he says, okay, I'm making that. Or he just didn't say anything. I'm a male of the nether was makoyim. So in such a case, Suba, he would have to give her a ksuba right away. No waiting period. Rabbi Huda, I mean, he tells us, be Yisrael, if he's Yisrael, if the nether was for one day so they could still stay married. Shnaim, if it's for two days, Suba, he would have to divorce and give her a ksuba with a kain. But if he's a kain, Shnaim, Mikhaim, Suba, two days it's okay, but if it's three day nether, so then he would have to divorce and give her a ksuba. Another scenario, he was Madar's wife that she's not allowed to use a specific type of perfume or makeup. And again, she's the one that made the nether and he was Makaimit for her. In such a case, he would have to divorce her and give her a ksuba right away. Rabbi Yasyamar, he says, Ba'anias, if she's considered a poor woman, Shalinas and Kitzba, he would only have to divorce her if he never gave a set time for how long the nether is going to be for. But if there was a set time for the nether, so then they would just have to wait out the time for the nether and then they're allowed to stay married. But if she's wealthy and she's used to putting on makeup and perfume, Shlashem Yayim, it's 30-day cap, and afterwards he would have to divorce her. But now I think we're asking the beginning of the Mishnah, Vikivin de Meshubadlov, he's Meshubadlov, he has to give her food, Hechimatsi Madrilov, how is he able to be Madr her? Kol Kamini de Mafkala Shibuda, is he really able to remove that Shibud? How could he do that? But then we have Mishnah, Kainam Shinya Selaficha, if she says, Kainam, I'm making a nether, you can't have any benefit from what I produce. And it's Archilahafir, he doesn't have to be made for that. Amma, we see from here, Kimin de Meshubadlov, since she's Meshubad to him, she has to produce certain things and give that to him. Lav Kol Kamini de Mafkala Shibuda, she doesn't have the power, she doesn't have the Kayach to take away the Sheba that she has to him. Hachanami Sotovir in our Mishnah. Kim the Meshubad law. He's Meshubad to her. He has to make sure that she has Mazainas. She has food. Lafko Kamine. The Mafko Shibuda. He can't take away the Sheba that he has to her. So how is he able to make this nether on her? The Gemara answers. Since he could tell her, You take your Maisu Yadaim, that which you produce, and you use that to buy your own food. So I know in Bezatab, Nasa Kaimer law. It's as if he told her, In other words, when he tells her that she's not allowed to have any enough from him, it's as if he's saying, You go take your Maisu Yadaim and you go buy your own food with it. Now, based off that logic, the Gemara asks, If we hold of what Rav Huna said, A woman's able to tell her husband, I don't want you to feed me, and I'm not going to produce my Yadayim, I'm not going to go to work, I'll go figure out my own food. So then when she says, That which I produce is usher to you, Why would he not have to be made for that? Why don't we say, Since she could say, I don't want you to feed me, I'm not going to produce anything, It's as if she told him, the same way that when he's mad to her, we look at it as if he told her, you go take your own money and go buy yourself food. Why don't we say the same thing that when she tries to ask her, her masyudayim to him, it's as if she's saying, I'm going to take my own money and I don't want you to buy me food. So Gemara says, you're right, we have a different way of explaining the Mishnah. Don't say that nasa, it's as if he said it. Ella, what really happened over here is ba'imrla, he told her verbally, you take your masyudayim and you buy your own food with it. The Gemara says, that's really so, so why would he have to appoint an agent to go feed her? 
She's using her own money to buy her own food. He doesn't have to point to Parnas. So we answer Sapka. That's because she doesn't have enough money to buy all her food. We ask Sapka if she doesn't have enough money to buy the food that she needs. The question goes back to its place. How is he able to be mad to her if she doesn't have enough money to buy herself food? So Ravashi answers. She has enough money to buy the big things, but not the small things. So therefore, she needs a partner for the small things. What exactly is this case of the small things that she can't afford and she needs a partner for? Either If she's used to having them, so she's used to having them, and the nether shouldn't be chal. He can't be mad to her that he's not going to give her things that she's deserving of. And if she's not used to having them, so then why would he have to appoint a partner for her? The answer She's used to having them in her father's home. Become a goggle of And we've already translated this previously. This means that she was rolling along with him. She married him. He didn't have enough money for these things. So she rolled with it. She went with it. And he didn't give her these things. She tells him, Up until now, you never made a nether on me. So I rolled with you. I went with you. And I didn't demand these things. But now that you made a nether on me, I'm not interested in rolling with you. And I want these things. So therefore, he's able to make this nether on her. But that's why he would have to point to Parnas. Okay, so why specifically is there a 30-day cutoff? The answer is, Up until 30 days, people don't know about this nether of Lezila Bamilsa, and she's not degraded by having this nether on her because people don't know about it. But fame, more than 30 days, Shami Bainchi, people know about it of Zila Bamilsa, and she gets degraded because of it. So, bottom line is, answer number one is that he told her, So the nether can be chal, but there are certain things that she can't afford, which she has the right to receive, and that's why he needs a parnas. Or, alternatively, we could say, He made a nether on her when she was in Arusa, and therefore the nether could be chal. The Gemara asks, Does an Arusa even deserve Mazinus that he's able to make a nether? I'm not giving you Mazinus? The answer is yes. We're talking about a case where it came time for them to get married and they hadn't gotten married yet. The Mishnah says, If it came time for them to get married and they didn't get married yet, She gets to eat from him, meaning he has to pay for her food, and if he's a kind, she's even allowed to eat Shuma. The Gemara asks, okay, so, so why is it that 30 days is the cutoff? That's because Up until 30 days, you can rely that a Shlich is going to do his Shlichos and that he's going to feed her. But Fay, more than that, you can't rely that he's going to do his Shlichos, so therefore the Nether is allowed to be maximum up until 30 days. Vibai same alternatively, we could say that he was mad at her when she was in Arusa, Venises, and then they got married. If they got married and she still had this Nether on her that she's not allowed to get Mazinus from him, so obviously she knew about it and she accepted that condition and she still got married anyway. So why would he have to point to partners to feed her? So says, no, because she says, I had thought that I was able to handle not being able to get food from him. Now I'm not able to handle it. Maybe we say that by a mum. She says, I thought I'd be able to handle such a mum on him. Now I realize I can't. Do we say such a thing by Mazinus? Do we say that she's able to taina after she got married? I thought I'd be able to do without food. Everyone needs food. So that's not a taina. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's clear like what we learned originally. It must be that we fall back on one of our first two answers. And this third answer of ours is not valid. Now we continue explaining the mission. We had said, if the nether was up until 30 days, so he has to appoint an agent to feed her. The Gemara says, Is this agent not doing his shlichus? He's being over on his nether. There's no difference if he feeds her directly or if he appoints a shlich to feed her. So Amravuni answers, It's not that the husband appointed the shliach, go feed my wife. But Aymer, talk about a situation where he said, Kol hazan He made an announcement, anyone that feeds my wife is not going to lose out, which means I'm going to pay you. But he's not officially appointing this person to go feed his wife. Ask the When he says such a thing, the person's not doing his shlichus. We have a Mishnah. A person that was thrown into a pit. Amarni says, Anyone that listens to his voice, he should write a get for his wife. Someone who hears him can write a get and give it to his wife. And we know that the only way a get can be given over is if there's shlichas, is if these people were appointed to give a get. So we see that when a person makes such an announcement, that fellow is considered.
murdered his shliach. So Gemara says, Hachiyash, is that really so? Hasam over there when the guy's in the bar, Amr, he said, Yichtav, he shall write it. So that's a clear directive that the person should go and write again and give it to his wife. Hach over here, Mika Amr Yazan, did the person say, whoever hears my voice should go feed my wife? Call Hazan Ka Amr. All he said was, whoever feeds my wife is not going to lose out. So that's not officially appointing the person as a shliach, and there's no problem. Asking Mar, we still have a problem. Amr of Amir Vami said, Bidleka, when there's a fire on Shabbos, Hitiru Loimar, Chacham permitted this person to say, Anyone that's going to extinguish my fire, he's not going to lose out. Which means that when there's a fire in this fellow's house on Shabbos, Loyalain, which shouldn't happen, he's allowed to make an announcement around a bunch of Goyim that are there. Whoever extinguishes the fire is not going to lose out. But when we make a diok, Bidleka, it specifically says that it's talking about a fire. Lamute Maya, what's that coming to exclude? Lav Lamute Kagavna, isn't that excluding our case that he's not allowed to say, Whoever feeds my wife is not going to lose out? The Gemara says, Loy Lamute Shire Surim to Shabbos, it's coming to exclude other Isurim of Shabbos. If there's some sort of other Isra on Shabbos that he wants done for him, he's not allowed to say, whoever does this Isra for me is not going to lose out. Only by Deleko, only when there's a fire, he's allowed to say it, not with other Isra of Shabbos, but over here, we're not talking about Shabbos, he is allowed to say, whoever feeds my wife is not going to lose out. But Amos of Rabbi, he asked the following question, a person has an Isra, he's allowed to benefit from his friend, but he doesn't have what to eat. Reuven made a nether, he's not going to have benefit from Shimon, but now Reuven doesn't have what to eat, and Shimon wants to help him. So Shimon is allowed to go to the storekeeper that he knows. He knows this guy. He's the guy that runs the local Makolet, and Shimon knows him. The Yamerlein, Shimon can tell him, Ish plenty meni. That fellow, he's not allowed to have enough for me. I don't know what to do for him. So, in such a case, who knows in Loi, the Chanveni, the storekeeper, the Makolet owner, can give food to Ruvain, and then he could come back to Shimon and take payment for the food. So, what do we see from here? It's only in such a situation that's permitted. But using the wording of whoever feeds this person is not going to lose out, you're not allowed to use such wording. It doesn't say that Shimon's allowed to go to the storekeeper and say, whoever feeds Ruvain is not going to lose out. He has to specifically use the wording, Ruvain's not allowed to have benefit from me, I don't know what to do in such a situation. So Mar says, it's not a problem with our Mishnah. Let me buy a Ka'amar. It's a let me buy a, let me buy a Ka'azon Ene Mafsid. For sure, if a person says Ka'azon Ene Mafsid, Dula Alma Ka'amar, he's just announcing that in random to whomever happens to be listening to him. That's for sure permitted. Avalhai, but in this particular situation, Kim the Ruggel Atzlai, since Shimon always goes to his Makolet, and the guy who owns Makolet knows him, the and now Shimon's going to this Makolet guy and saying, you know, I don't know what to do about Ruvain. He's not have benefit from me, but he doesn't have any food. What am I supposed to do? So command zil havle at dummy. You might think that it's as if he's telling him, go give him food, and it would be usr. Kamashmon, the chidosh is that even in such a situation, it's not usr. But for sure, if he announces at random, whoever feeds my wife is not going to lose out, or whoever feeds Ruvain is not going to lose out, of course that's permitted. Now focusing on this case that we just mentioned, Gufa, Hamudar Hanami Chaver, if a person was Mudar from his friend, Ve'ilam and the fellow doesn't have what to eat, he go to my Kola guy that he's used to going to, and he could tell him, that fellow's not have benefit from me, I don't know what to do for him. The Makola guy could give food to Ruven, and he could come and take payment from Shimon. Now let's say, Ruven has to build his house, or has to put up a fence, or he has to cut his field, and Ruven's not able to accomplish any of this, but he's not allowed to have benefit from Shimon. So Shimon's allowed to go to his workers, and he's allowed to tell them, Ruven, he's not have benefit from me. I don't know what to do for him. He needs his house built. He needs his fence put up. He needs his field cut. So Hain Eisen Imai, these workers can go to work with Ruvain, and then they come back to Shimon and they get their wages. Now let's say, Ruvain and Shimon are going along the way together. And Ruvain doesn't have what to eat. So Shimon can give this food to somebody else as a present. And Ruvain can now take this food from this other person and he could eat it. And that's permitted. If there isn't anyone there, Shimon could put this food on a rock, or on a fence, and he could say, Whoever wants to take this food can take it, it's hefker for everyone. 
mutter, and then Reuven can take it in its mutter. Now Rabiesi Iser, Rabiesi says that's Aser. Now Marava, he explains, my time to Rabiesi, what's Rabiesi's reasoning? Why would that be Aser? The answer is, Gzair Mishom, Ayin Aleph Amad Alpha on top, Ma'asid Beis Chayron, it's Gzair because the story of Beis Chayron. Now what's the story in Beis Chayron? So this is from the Gemara Nedarim, and the story was that Reuven was marrying off his son, but Reuven's father was Aser to benefit from him. But obviously Reuven wanted his father to come to the Chasna. So Reuven went over to one of his friends and said, I hereby give you the entire Chasna. It's yours, but on condition that my father can come. Reuven's friend said, oh, it's all mine? Okay, so I'll makdash everything to the base of Mikdash. So Reuven responded, I didn't give it to you to be makdash it, I gave it to you so that my father can come. Now we see from here that when he gave it to his friend, he wasn't really being maknit, he was just trying to use it as a ruse so that his father could come to the chasna. Same thing over here, when he's being mafkir his bread, he's only doing that so that his friend can have it, and therefore, according to Rabbi Yossi, that doesn't work at all. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to explain this Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.